PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 2024 with us, PlayStation Universe, and this amazing podcast called PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host today because Ben was too excited with uh, FanFest last night. He's letting me host, but he's here still. Ben! Yeah, I'm here somehow. Hey, hello. Yay. Hi. You Hi. are alive. You're well. Uh, well. Well is a strong well word. Well is relative, but you're, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I blame staying up for FanFest, and do, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I do a podcast in Snacks. And although this will be out for, won't be out for a while, I ended up eating the Jewel, which is coated in the hottest pepper in the world. Um, it's made by the company that, um, that originally made the One Chip Challenge. So that's, that's the difficulty of it. Um, so my stomach today is like, ha-ha! No. Bad Ben. <laughs> well, Ben, as I told you yesterday... There are a lot easier ways to murder your butthole than through that. At least my butthole <laughs> feels warm. It's like a little fireplace. <laughs> By warm, do you mean scorching hot like it's in hell? No, or... it doesn't hurt. It's just like... Or warm, like a nice candle blowing yeah. your head. Yeah, there's like a little, like, you know, like you've got like a, fi- you know, like a little room log fire in, in the room and it's, it's just, you know, it's making the, warm, the room nice and warm. Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Can't wait. Welcome to 2024, everybody. Warm butts. <laughs> this is what the podcast is going to be about from now on. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, Ben. Did you have a good New Year's? It's just a typical day for me, pretty much. What about yours? Yeah, it was all right. Kind of typical as well. Stayed up, celebrated the New Year, and then went straight to bed. Because I was tired from having to work the day before. And I'm also kind of sick, so that wasn't fun, but it is what it is. Everybody getting sick this year. Everybody. <sighs> Just like my other co-host, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How have you been? Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year to you, to Ben, to the listeners. How is the city of New York? Is everything frozen and underwater yet? <laughs> it, it, it's been a crazy week. Let's just start off with me. I ended the new year getting sick out of nowhere because, you know, that's just how things happen. And I started the new year sick. Still kind of sick, but not as bad as a couple uh, the last few days. As for New York, the weather's been up and down. We had weather in the 30s. We had weather in the 70s. We had weather in the 50s. Um, we were supposed to have a snowstorm. It was snowing yesterday. It was pouring rain that right after, and now it's super sunny. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what New York's water. What's up with it? But yeah, that's what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> uh, fun times, man. Yeah, I got sick uh, essentially during New Year's as well. It's been terrible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Not a good way to start the new year. Not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> but alas, we carry on. That's all we can do. Let's start yeah. with some news. It's a new year. News has been slow to get going, but it's going. Um, for those who remember, uh, during the Game Awards, Anthony Mackie came up on stage and announced that Twisted Metal is getting Season 2 on Peacock. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Twisted Metal yet. Uh, I did. Um, 
But it is getting the second season, which I'm actually kind of happy about, because season two is supposed to be about the actual Twisted Metal tournament. Um, some more news has come out since, uh, with some new uh, characters that will be appearing in season two. Uh, these are the characters that weren't. Technically, they weren't in the first one. Some of them were mentioned, though. Uh, but it has been announced that Dollface, uh, who drives Darkseid, uh, Axel, who is the, the two giant wheels and his body's attached in the center, uh, Mr. Grimm, which is essentially the Grim Reaper, it, it's, it's Ghost Rider, essentially, uh, on a motorcycle, and Calypso, the person who hosts the tournament, who will grant a single wish to the winner of the tournament, will all be appearing in season two. Alfonso, are you excited? This is, boy, first of all, let me say this. Let me, let me say this. I didn't see season one. Just because when we were talking about it, that it was being announced, that has come to Peacock, that Anthony Mackie was going to be, had lead for the, the, the show. I was under, on the interest because I didn't feel it was going to work. I, don't, I didn't feel like we needed this to be, we didn't need this from a game to be a TV show. But it, it, it review well. And if it review well, it gets a second season. So it got green light for a second season. Congrats to them. Now, the tournament. <laughs> I, I think I need to watch season one. I think I need to prepare myself and watch season one before season two comes out because it's something. I don't really care about the characters. I, I don't, but the tournament itself. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm all for it. Yeah, no, I will, was pleasantly surprised with season one. I actually thought it was really good. Anthony Mackie, in my opinion, for the first time, actually had a personality and something he was in. So, <laughs> um, he did good. He did really good. It was funny. It was super violent. Uh, just for some more context, season one obviously introduced Sweet Tooth. He was in a lot of the promotion, but it also introduced Outlaw as well as Brimstone, and I want to say Roadkill, but Roadkill technically wasn't confirmed, but I believe that is who Anthony Mackie's character is going to be in Season 2. Um, so we did have some characters already there. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited about it. Uh, and technically, like I said, technically maybe Dollface was there, but they never said Dollface by name. Uh, but they essentially hinted at it. Oh, and Flower Girl as well. For those who remember Flower Girl, I think that was... They didn't, they didn't give us a release date, right? Like a release window? <laughs> um, well, it's supposed to come out this year, uh, but I don't think it's... I really don't think it's going to. Um, they might start shooting this year, but I have a feeling it'll be released next year. Um, I guess that depends on Samoa Joe's schedule, right? Because he plays Sweet Tooth. <laughs> that is true. He does... The acting, the he's voiced by Will Arnett though, which yeah. is interesting. But he, they both did a fantastic job. Uh, ben, yes. Anything you want to add? No, I I not really watched any Twisted Metal or even really played the game, so there's not much I can add. That makes Sorry. me sad, but it's okay. I forgive you. <sighs> Alrighty, let's move on. Um, CD Projekt Red has once again reaffirmed to the world that they will not be acquired by anybody. They will remain independent because they pretty much enjoy their freedom. Uh, and because they made a stupid amount of money on the early access of Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, I'm going to call it early access because that's what it fucking was. 
<laughs> but once again, rumors started spreading that Sony or Microsoft was looking to acquire them, and CD Projekt Red quickly and definitively shut those rumors down. Ben, I know you don't care for them, but anything you want to say about this? Um, well, I guess that's good because it means their games can stay multi-platform for a lot of people. If it gone, if a company had bought mm. it, they'd go exclusive. And even though I don't really like their games, it's always good to be able to buy them on the platforms of your choice. Yeah. So, good on them. I agree with that, uh, especially with you know people like Sony and Microsoft acquiring these studios and then eventually down the pipeline firing a lot of people. I guess they're trying to avoid that. You like you said it. They made a lot of money on their own. They don't need nobody. So yeah, good on them. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the the firing people because that is what happens when a studio gets acquired. Cuts have to be made somewhere, whether it's with the studio that just got acquired or if it's from other studios. People still think that the Activision Blizzard is going to be a go awesome deal for Microsoft, but it's going to come with a lot of layoffs, a shit ton of layoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so just mm-hmm. be prepared for some more shitty news because. The year ended with a lot of layoffs in a very bad way, um, and it's not going to get any better going forward, unfortunately. Hogwarts Legacy has set two records in 2023, records that people kind of didn't thought was ever going to be beat. The first record is Hogwarts Legacy has become the first game in over 15 years to be the number one selling game of the year, beating out Call of Duty and FIFA, which have dominated um, essentially year sales, being constantly number one best-selling games of those years. And it's also beat out Rockstar, um, who have also been in, I think, the top five of best-selling games. Uh, The other record, it is officially UK's biggest uh, boxed game of the year as well, beating out FIFA's 10-year reign. FIFA has been the number one uh, physical copy box sold game uh, in the UK for the last 10 years, but not anymore because Hogwarts Legacy has dethroned it. It's also important to note that though it set these records, it was not nominated for a single award at the Game Awards or from anywhere that I saw, which I think is a fucking travesty. <laughs> Because that game was great, and the studio deserves the recognition for creating a great game. But unfortunately, all that goes out the window just because of the license. And who owns that license? Unfortunately. Ben, Harry Potter is insanely huge in the UK to this day. I was going to say, I'm not shocked it's it's sold well, because it's one of the biggest franchises in the UK, probably. Like, especially one in the world. (laughs) It's in the world now, man. Yeah. But yeah, continue, sorry. But no, as I said, uh, I, it's one of the uh, biggest UK-British franchises, I think, so I'm not shocked it did well, especially considering the fact that a lot of those other games already have a ton of games. So, yeah. But it's still good. Well, depending on your viewpoint, it's still good that it, it did that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, congratulations, Harry Potter. You beat <laughs> Call of Duty. Congratulations to Avalanche Studios, I would say. Yes. <laughs> Um, Alfonso? You know, it's sad. First of all, congratulations to the studio, the game, all the success. It's sad that the game didn't get its proper recognition because of the person who created 
their franchise. I, I don't I, I hate things like this where a product or service gets tarnished because of whoever creates it. Like I, I get it. The person may be an asshole or dickhead, et cetera, et cetera, but don't take it out on their product. I mean, yes, they have to stand by their, their product, their service. I get it, but still it does all this, it achieves all this. Like it's just a slap to the face to the the, the studio. And then the studio do nothing. This all the studios is like, all right, we're gonna take your IP, your 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 franchise, and we're gonna make something of it. But you don't want to recognize the the studio for what they did. And it's sad that to this day this thing still go on. Again, congrats. I recently just picked it up because it's on sale right now, not full price. I think like forty something. But I haven't started mm-hmm. yet. But I will because I heard great things about it. Yeah, I've played it for a few hours now, and I've. I, I'm really impressed. It's really blown my mind. Um, but I guess it could also be that stigma of your game released in the early years, so we're not even gonna pretend it exists <laughs> with awards. Yeah, ah, bad times. Alrighty, moving on. Uh, January PlayStation Plus games were unveiled, and they're now available. Uh, for those who still don't know what they are, it is a great month. Because you are getting um, a Plague Tale, Requiem, Evil West, and Nobody Saves the World are your three PlayStation Plus games. Um, I played Evil West. I reviewed it. That is a great game. I have been looking forward to picking up Requiem for a while now, but now I can just play it. And Nobody Saves the World has gotten some really great reviews around. Ben, your thoughts on this list? What was what was the list again? Sorry, uh, Plague Tale, Requiem, Evil West, and Nobody Saves the World. Okay, I'm excited for Nobody Saves the World. I think I already have that, but yeah, out of those, probably Nobody Saves the World is the one I'm more excited for. That's a good list of PS uh, PS Plus games, though, um, especially for the start of the new year compared to some of the ones that they've had recently. So yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alfonso, fantastic list. Um... I played a little bit of Requiem, never went back to it, need to finish it. Nobody saves the world, heard great things about it, glad I get to try it. Evil West, I wanted to buy it last year. Uh, sorry, not last year, uh, the year before, 2022. But, um, you know, God of War came out that month, so I had to focus on Kratos. So now I have time to play it, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, yeah. Uh, three great games. Like I said, Evil West is just a fun zombie or not zombie vampire third person shooter set in the wild west um it's just a fun action game enjoy that all righty um one of the most controversial figures on twitter slash x in the gaming industry uh hideki kamiya uh who recently left platinum games uh last year is eager to start making games in 2024 just so he can have a meal Indicating that he's kind of broke. <laughs> um, this came as big news when he announced his departure from Platinum Games. Simply because all he's talked about wanting to do is finish the story of Bayonetta. Which, after Bayonetta 3, isn't done yet. Um, he got a chance to do a prequel, uh, which is more of a cartoony, childish game that came out on the Switch. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, but Bayonetta 4 hasn't been greenlit yet. Uh, But he's left Platinum Games, citing, I believe, creative differences with the studio. Um, But he's looking to make new games, just so he can eat. Um, 
not the easiest person to talk to on the internet from what I have seen. <laughs> and not the easiest person to talk to in real life as well from what I have read in interviews. Alfonso, do you care mm. that he has left? He's credited for directing Resident Evil 2, uh, essentially making Devil May Cry the franchise that it is now. Um, your thoughts? Could he make a game again? And who's going to work with him? I mean, you probably shouldn't quit the job before you have a new one. But that, he did. That's what and now he's mention. desperate for uh, work. <laughs> I, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. You should <laughs> wait until you have something set up before you just leave your current position. Um, obviously, you mentioned it. He, he has a good track record behind him in terms of gains. But personality-wise, I don't know who's going to work with him. He sounds like he's hard, he's difficult to work with. I don't know if he's going to get to have games come out this year. Um, that's kind of hard. As for Ben and Nella finishing the story, correct me if I'm wrong, but 3 was only Switch exclusive, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Nintendo owns the Bayonet franchise now. <clears throat> okay, so, yeah, I never played 3. Outside of the first game, which is why they were able to re-release it with Vanquish as that bundle. Yeah. Uh, going forward from Bayonetta 2 onwards, they own that license. So yeah, I never played 3. Um, I would like to play 3, and like you're saying, they need to finish the story. I like her as a character. I'm not like excited or happy, thrilled to get a 4, because her games are okay. There's nothing to brave about, but if her story needs to be finished, then yeah, if it comes out, I will play it, but as for him, yeah, it's up in the wind. Ben? Um, again, the same thing. I wish it was on uh, PlayStation, um, but I might pick it up maybe, but I still haven't picked up um, Bayonetta 3 on Switch yet, so we'll see. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. As I look at it, it's like, i said this plenty of times with Platinum Games, is they are a good studio when they have direction. When they're directionless, we get things like Babylon's Fall. And then being fired from Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which they were the original developers for. Um, <coughs> it seems like they just need direction. And maybe he wasn't the person to lead them because he led them to two failed projects uh, for Platinum Games. Um, obviously, they were successful with Nier Automata because they had Yoko Taru who led them there. Um, so it's interesting. You know, they're an independent studio, but at this point, I think it's better if they be acquired, preferably by Nintendo, <laughs> because Nintendo knows what to do with them. Um, clearly, they, they also did, uh, what was it? Um, what's that Nintendo game where they have like those weird chains attached to like a robot thing uh, that, that they released as well? On the Switch, I don't remember what it was called. Was it One Two Punch? No, it was like... no, 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 no. It was like a they, you play as like two Chain? cops and like Astral Chain. Yeah, Platinum Games work on that game, and that was very successful for Nintendo as well. So we'll see if they will turn that into a franchise. But yeah, moral of the story: <laughs> don't quit your job if you don't have any money until you find <laughs> another job. <laughs> I mean, if you have money, sure, go ahead. If you can survive for a while. But if you don't have money and you need a meal, you probably shouldn't quit your job. 
Uh, sorry. Uh, Titan 8 released a demo over uh, the holiday week, um, which garnered some insanely positive feedback, which has turned into a huge increase in pre-orders for Taken 8, leading it to become now the most anticipated game uh, of January in the UK, according to a survey posted. Um, so yeah, Taken 8, taking people by storm with the launch of a demo, um, especially in the UK, making it their most anticipated game so far this year. Alfonso, are demos a good thing when you have things like this happening? Obviously, demos can be a double-edged sword. Um, yeah. You can show people that your game probably isn't as good as what you made it out to be, or it's so fucking good that it's leading people to pre-order the game more than they were already looking forward to it. Hey, in this example, good off a of Tekken. Um, I fell off a of Tekken. The last Tekken I played was six. I know, a while. Just because it's not my favorite in terms of fighting games. We, we I discussed this already. Um, but ah, will I get it? Like the height for it, pre-orders numbers going up. Will I? Will I fall back into Tekken? I don't know. I I I don't know. Gary, you have to remind me. Like, how good was seven for it to you know for us to get to eight? Like, was seven a good you know good sequel to six, or was it disappointing? Because obviously, I need to play seven before I get to eight. <laughs> um. I would say play 7 if you're into it for the story because Tekken 7 story was really good. They've revamped the whole story mode, kind of like Mortal Kombat has like an actually fucking great narrative now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Tekken kind of has the same thing with awesome cutscenes and really cool shit. So 7 had a really good story. A really good story. Um, and Tekken 8, I'm hoping is going to have another great story. Um, but yes, Tekken 7 was actually pretty fucking phenomenal. Um, I personally haven't downloaded the demo for 8 yet because I've just been busy and sick. Um, but from everything I've seen and heard, it's it's looking really good. Like, best fighting game of the year good. Already. <laughs> when is it supposed to come out? They have an actual release date? End of January. Just a couple weeks That's, away, man. This is very quick. <laughs> Okay. Alrighty. Ben, anything you want to add? Uh, I like Tekken. Um, I might pick it up eventually. Probably not launch because Tekken games I find fun for a little bit, but I don't play them enough to justify a full price. Um, but yeah, I'm happy that it's doing well. Yeah, it's always great to see a demo have such a positive influence on a game. And I'm all for demos. I want more demos. I want game demos for all games, like it used to be back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot yeah. of demos. Demos are a lot more pain in the ass than people think, because you go and make it a separate oh, part of the game. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just off the top of my head, some demos I played that got me into the games that I played. Metal Gear Solid had a demo. It was all in Japanese, and it was awesome. Um, that got me into Metal Gear Solid. To, to get me to buy it. Um, what was another one? I believe Final Fantasy 4 and Chrono Trigger, when they released on the PS1, had a demo. A PlayStation Classics. Or not PlayStation. Sport Enix something collection of demos. I, and I believe it had like um, 
Parasite Eve and Brave Fencer Musashi on there and Xenogears. Um, so got me into those games. That's for sure. I still remember um, when, because so, we didn't really have official release dates back in the day. Like it was a lot harder to find out when games came out than now. I still remember mm-hmm. going into um, WH Smiths and seeing that they had the demo of Final A on the official PlayStation magazine. And I, mm-hmm. I was like really excited and I bought the magazine. And then I was popping into HMV over the road and went into HMV. Guess what they had on the shelf? <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII had just come out the same day. Oh, look at that. So I'm like, well, great. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I, I, Final Fantasy VII also had a demo. It was Tobo number one. For those who remember that game, Tobo number one, a fighting game by, <laughs> from Square Enix, featured a demo of Final Fantasy VII on it. <laughs> the Mako Reactor where you fight the Scorpion. People bought that game just for that demo. And of course, the most infamous demo of all time, Metal Gear Solid 2, launched with Zone of the Enders. And people literally just bought that game just so they can get the demo. They didn't even care for the fucking game. <laughs> they never even played it. They just bought it for the demo. Um, so yeah, demos can be very positive things. But just they can, can also lead to some bad shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on then, Sony uh, at the start of the year released a brand new trailer uh, showing off games that is coming to PlayStation this year. Some exclusive, some not. But in this trailer, they showed off two particular titles that didn't have any release dates yet. Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3, and the Silent Hill 2 remake were featured in this trailer. leading people to believe, well... I think Silent Hill 2 was kind of a given for this year, but maybe Metal Gear Solid Delta was still... could have been 2025. But Sony released the trailer indicating that both games will be released this year. Um, Konami responded to this, saying to, please wait for more information. So they pretty much released a statement that said nothing. Alfonso. (laughs) (laughs) Silent Hill 2 was revealed January of last year. It was. We were led to believe, according to Booper, that the game was like 90% done. It's going to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it never happened. We never even got a single screenshot of that game since that announcement trailer the entire year. And to this day, we still don't have anything. Booper team finally released a statement, I believe, back in October or November, uh, saying that it's really up to Konami when they want to talk about the game or show it off. Not us. Probably true. They are the publisher. They get a say in that. Um, but I guess it wasn't 90% done then, was it? Because <laughs> I think Konami would want to make money off of their release. Instead, they released the fucking interactive movie that is absolutely trash. That's available on everything now, not just Switch. Um, that is Silent Hill Ascension, I believe it's called. Um, yeah, Metal Gear Solid got a few more... Uh, uh, a little more, pro- I think we've seen more footage of Metal Gear Solid Delta now than we have of Silent Hill 2. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, Alfonso, your thoughts then? Aren't they coming out this year? First off, first off, I, I kind of like that PlayStation is doing like these little Easter eggs, showing off games that they haven't really talked about in their trailers. Okay, give us something to look forward to. Like, oh, like for example, like Metal Gear, Silent Hill, they're in the trailer. Oh, so that we know at least 
they're on the right track in some shape or form. In terms of this year, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hopeful. I'm gonna be hopeful because as of right now, there's not a lot out. We know that's coming out in 2024. The years we just start the year is only a weekend. I'm gonna be hopeful. Out of the two, which one I want more? Silent Hill 2. I want to see Pyramid Head in the graphics that we have today. Okay? It's been a long time coming, and I want Pyramid Head. They take it too damn long. Give me Pyramid Head now. That's all I want. That's all I got to say. <laughs> ben, any thoughts? Um, for delaying it, maybe it wasn't like 100% ready. Maybe they're just waiting for a Halloween release for Silent Hill. And maybe, although it was 90% done, they just didn't get ready in time for Halloween. So that's why it's been delayed till this year for a decent uh, release window. And for Metal Gear, who knows? Uh, <laughs> when when did maybe they're gonna try? When did Metal Gear Three come out? Uh, it's been a while. It was a PS2 game. <laughs> no, I mean like no, I mean month. Okay, November. So maybe they're trying to wait for like an anniversary release. So release Silent Hill in December. Or in October, and then Metal Gear in November. That's bold. Do you never know with Konami? <laughs> I mean, it's just Konami, yeah. They, they, for, for all we know with Konami, they'll be like, okay, let's just release them on the same day. Like, it's Konami. They don't know sometimes what to do. <sighs> well, with that news, it's a uh, new rumor also came out uh, this week uh, that Konami is also working on a remake of the original Metal Gear Solid. This was reported by Dextro. The game is going to be pretty much a current-gen title only, so PS5. Um, but it is in early pre-production, the original Metal Gear Solid. This will be the second time it has been remade. The first time was the Twin Snakes on the GameCube, which was not good. Please ignore that it exists for your own sanity. <laughs> and mine. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't mind it. Okay. Like, it no, wasn't great, but it added some <laughs> nice features. Oh, yeah. I mean, it took the engine from 2 and put yeah. Metal Gear Solid 1 in it. But, yeah. yeah. Like, voice acting, crap. Everything else I thought was pretty good. <laughs> so. Oh, Ko Kojima did not direct it. Just remember that. <laughs> I mean. This is now. The, Twin Snakes was done by, uh, who was it? They, they don't exist anymore. Uh, the guys who did 2 Human on Xbox. Silicon Knights, yeah. yeah. Um, they had all the reins to do it. Kojima was kind of there for oversight, but he had nothing to do with that game. Well, fun fact. Do you know that we got a Metal Gear Solid sequel because of the fact that a Konami Metal Gear game came out? We, we <laughs> I, I remember what? reading about this <laughs> because Metal Gear 1 on the NES did really well, right? Yeah. Um, and then... He didn't want to make another game because he was done with one of them. Like, he was done. And then Konami made Metal Gear 2, which actually had nothing to do with Hideo Kojima at all. Yeah. Um, so then... I remember this. He yes. was really pissed off because of that, so he made Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2 official. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. I didn't know that was the reason, yeah. but it's nice that it happened. Because yeah, I remember because Konami did make Metal Gear 2. Yeah. And it was garbage, so then he yeah. went and did Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. So, who knows? Maybe we got Metal Gear ah. Size 3 because he played Twin Snakes. We will never know. He's like, no. Ah. None of that. <laughs> yeah. 
Sad times. All right. Bobby Kotek is officially out as Activision CEO, leaving the studio with a nice, very nice severance package. Uh, but his departure has officially allowed developers who worked under Bobby Kotek to not be afraid of losing their job and speak out against Bobby Kotek. Uh, one in particular, uh, a programmer who worked on Call of Duty for two years, uh, pretty much said that Bobby Kotek and all of his decisions made all of their games worse. <laughs> this is just one person out of very many who have spoken out about Bobby Kotek's decisions and how he handled the studios. Uh, none of them were good. Uh, some of them even blamed the very bad launch of Overwatch 2 and the lack of success of Overwatch 2 strictly on Bobby Kotek's decision-making. Ben, you're a huge fan of Overwatch, or you used to be at least. Uh, oh yeah, I still enjoy Overwatch 2 occasionally. I haven't played it for a while, but yeah. It, it, Do you feel Bobby Kotek led that game into the shitter? <laughs> I mean, I, who knows? Like, it's... It's easy to blame one per a shitty person for an entire company. So I don't want to judge that until we see what happens to Overwatch 2 after he's left. Like, I'm sure it was him. Good point. But until we actually see that things change around, it's hard to be like, aha, it really was him until we know exactly everything is changed. Which, by the way, expect that to take a lot longer. Like, don't be like, oh, he's gone now. Okay, now everything will magically be fixed because they would have had a roadmap for the next year or so, and they, you know, everything would already be start planning out. So it's gonna be a, probably a while before Overwatch two players get to see the changes. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be great when people start blaming Microsoft and Phil Spencer for all yeah. the bad stuff that's coming out of Activision, even though, like you said, it was a roadmap. It's already yeah. being worked on. <laughs> yeah. But the new owners will take the flag for it. <laughs> Which, who knows? It could also still be their fault. We don't know. They could be like, no, you're going to do exactly what Kotek told you to do. Alfonso? I, I wouldn't be surprised. We already know he's a, a, a shitty person. But then again, we have to see when their future games come out. If it's an improvement or it's the same. <laughs> in my opinion, it's going to be the same because you're on the Microsoft. And Microsoft don't do nothing with their games in the first place. So it's like nothing would ever change. That's just me. But again, like Ben said, we have to see. All righty. Moving on. Um, Xbox Era's podcast founder, Nick Baker. I love that a lot of Sony rumors come from Xbox podcasts. <laughs> Why don't they have their own games that they bring up rumors on? But anyways, um, Nick Baker of Xbox Era mentioned uh, on his podcast that there are mummers that it is indeed and maybe the case that Sony is currently working on a remaster of the original God of War trilogy. I am all down for this <laughs> because I love God of War, Greek mythology. I'm still on that. Um, and of course, God of War, Ragnarok's Valhalla DLC re-explores a lot of those areas of Kratos has passed, for those who still haven't played it. A little spoilers. There are some stuff <laughs> where we get to experience a lot of Kratos' past as the god of war of Olympus. Um, mm -hmm. Alfonso, mm -hmm. will you be interested in a remaster of this trilogy? And 
remember, it's being labeled as a remaster, not a remake. So it's not going to be the original trilogy with the camera over Kratos' shoulder <laughs> like it is now. It's probably going to be more inclined to the original. Playing Valhalla and seeing what I saw, I was like, are, 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 are they hinting at something? Because I was not expecting this. And then the news came out. I was like, do I want old Kratos? It's old Kratos. I, I miss the, the vengeful, vengeance, angry, don't give a shit Kratos. Let's just guess. I love the new Kratos because he's more toned down. Like, he, he has more perspective. He's more knowledgeable, more wise. I get it. He's not full of rage. But yes, I would like to go back to the old Kratos. Here's the issue. Christopher Judge came out when this news came out, and he said that he doesn't want to re-voice old Kratos in fact of uh, because of the previous actor who did a TC Carson out of respect because of how things went with Santa Monica and him. And I, I get that. Um, I don't with with that being said, I don't know if it's going to happen. He he might change his mind. I will like it. Remaster, remake, however it is, it's God of War. Everyone loves Kratos. I'm all for it. It's just we have to see how it is, how what they will do in terms of the voice acting. But I'm I'm still for it. Yeah. Do you feel like it was kind of an admission on on judges' part that they might be looking to redo it by saying he doesn't want to re-record lines of a TC Carson? Like I feel like that's like an admission that hey. Shit's happening, but I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> well, that's 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 tough to answer, Gary. I, I honestly, I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, why say it? Like, unless something was being planned, you know? <laughs> true. That is true. Mm. We yeah. we have to see. That's it. We we just have to see. But yeah, I I I want all cradles. Yeah, and no, I know people are probably looking at it as like, oh, it's gonna be like the new God of Wars, but. I don't think the old God of Wars would work with the new camera angle and fighting combat. No. Like, the original one was so more acrobatic, I want to say, when it came yes. to Kratos. Like you said, he was more angry. He was obviously younger, so he was more, you know, active. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't see how it would work with the, with the new... I'm sure they can pull it off. Like, I'm not taking any credit from that. I'm sure they can do it. But I just don't see Kratos back then with that kind of fighting style. No. Nope. Ben. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. What, what are you talking about again? God of War trilogy being remastered. Oh, that'd be cool. The original. That'd be good. Like those were some good games. So I hope that hope that's true. I, I look forward to trying God of War remastered. So, yeah. Would you but like it? His... Like it? Would... Yeah. Go ahead, Alphonse. No, I was gonna ask you, but how would it work? Because are are they pulling the the remaster from three? Cause that wasn't that was a pull from two, and that wasn't that did not look good at all. The when they did the origins, was it origins or no? God of War Collection. No, they, God of War Three originally came out on the PS3. They no, 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 no. I'm talking about no. I'm talking about Collection. God of War Collection when they gave you one, two, Olympus, and and that was Sparta. for the th that was for PS3. That was PS3 was the last time we got to play the original trilogy, or yeah, the the original God of War one, two, and the PSP games. The PS3 was the last time those games were released in the collection. Well, they got a lot of work to do. <laughs> 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 those graphics did not look good at all. 
It was the PS3 of PS2 games. What do you want him to do? I know, but still. <laughs> and PSP. This guy. This PSP game doesn't look like a PS4 game. What is this shit? <laughs> Fucking Alfonso, man. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. It's Sony. If it's not going to look good, they're not going to do it. I mean, it's interesting that they want to do God of War. Like, I do think it should happen, and I think it's been long enough. But, like, if they're yeah. not even porting the Uncharted trilogy to the PS5, like, I would think that would be a lot easier to do than God of War. <laughs> but they're not yeah. doing that either. So, I don't know. We shall see. Either way, I'm all for it because I love those games. Though, I will be sad that the PSP games won't be a part of it because I thought Ghost of Sparta was fucking yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as people don't want to admit that this game exists, I will make another shot at Ascension as well. <laughs> I actually enjoyed Ascension. I thought it had a great story. And the fight against the Kraken was fucking fun. So It was. Yeah, it was. It was just me. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I think that's all my stories. That's all I got. Anything you guys want to talk about? I mean... <laughs> As someone who plays a lot of Fantasy fourteen, currently Fantasy fourteen is going through uh, an event showcasing a load of new stuff for the new expansion. So I'm excited to see we got we got to see more stuff about the jobs and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, Pictomancer. Yeah, Pictomancer. Uh, is that going to be uh, like a healer support class? What is that? It's a magical exactly. ranged class. Um, is it DPS? Yeah, it's a DPS. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah Pictomas is a, is a DPS class. So That's we don't know cool. much details about it right now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try it out. Um, is that the first of two new classes yeah. that they yeah, announced? They'll, yeah, there'll be so one there's more gonna to be, be announced. Okay. So, coo, 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 coo. Uh, I think there'll be one more, right? Yeah, I think there should be one more. Um. So yeah, and then we, you know, no, it's the second job. Sorry, never mind. There's two now, right? Remember, Viper was the first job announced. Oh yeah, Viper was the first. Yeah. Yeah, Viper. So here's the two jobs, right? They only do do two new jobs per expansion. Yeah, they only do two jobs per expansion. So So, there's the two. Yeah, there's the two. You got melee with Viper and Mage with Pink Toe Monster. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see more. Uh, By the way, you start level eighty with. Both Viper and Picto Monster, so you start at high level when you unlock them, so you don't have to nice. get level up them. Uh, they will not have a red spell, and it's all it's going to be pure damage. So um, it's going to be cool. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Um, uh, we don't have a release date for Dawn Trail either yet, if I'm rightly. Yeah, it's just summer, 2024. So. Yeah, and was it just me, or did they tease Final Fantasy IX in that trailer? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, tease Final Fantasy IX? Well, wasn't one of the like locations or something they showed is from Final Fantasy IX? Uh, that's kind of a reference to IX, but it's a dungeon, so yeah. Okay. Uh, and then there's also the Arcadium, which will be the eight-man raid series, and then there's also another 24-man raid series based on Final Fantasy XI. Uh, Echoes of Vanadil. Uh, then we have a new tribe, the, the Moblins. Um, uh, of course, they're also updating the graphics, so it's good. And also, there's a, a new limited job. Um, 
see your normal jobs you can use for most content but limited jobs you can only use for specific content and has like abilities that you don't normally have so uh beastmaster will be the next limited job so the current limited job i can't remember what the limited job is now for some reason um limited job uh i can't even remember what the limited job blue mage blue mage is the only limited job right now and we'll be unlocking beastmaster in this expansion at some point um so it's going to be interesting to see how beastmaster plays when it comes out um i'm excited for dawn trail i'm excited for more fantasy 14 content um like um so yeah thoughts on this gary i'm excited for what that collector's edition looks like (laughs) i don't think they even announced the collector's edition yet yeah there's no collector's edition yet for dawn trail you know there will be oh there will be there's pretty collector's editions for all the previous ones so um it'd be interesting to see what it is um also, we don't know the pre-order bonuses either yet. So, again, we've got quite a lot of things to be announced still. Um, so. And I know they've got some, like, Fireati... Oh, he- Heavenstrom has been announced. I just noticed that. Heavenstrom is that their end-of-the-year celebration. So, um, I-, I just saw that right there. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming to 14 soon. Uh, oh, yeah, this Heavenstrom, you get a little cute Chocobo minion dressed as a dragon. Because it's the year of the yes. dragon. Phenomenal, so, thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see when all this stuff drops. Um, so yeah, six, they've still got 6.55 to drop, which will be the next patch before the expansion. Um, because it's a mini patch, don't expect actual major content. It's just going to drop like unlocked content and stuff like that ready. So that, you know, because right now, if you do raids, you can only get loot once a week. So once the unlock un- comes out, you'll be able to farm it whenever you want, rather than having to wait weekly to do it. So, um, yeah, 14. A load of stuff coming on the way soon. And, and I'm excited. Good times. Yeah. 14 fans are eating good. Yeah. And they will soon open up another table for those Xbox fans, all six of them. Yeah, because it's also coming to <laughs> Xbox, so. Yeah, this year, right? Hey, I think so, yeah. Um, I think it's coming out with Dawn Trail. Um, yeah, Summer 224 for oh. Xbox. But expect it beforehand, probably in a beta. I'm going to guess they release a beta before that so people can try it out before the release. Um, well, I would imagine they have to do a beta to test everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Open, the open beta release window is spring. So, there you go. Mid, supposedly mid January to February, but we'll see. Um, oh no, that got delayed, right? It was announced for mid January to February, but now um, they they also then announced it recently for February. So the beta won't start until February now for Xbox. So uh-huh. um, I'm excited for 14 stuff as I play it a lot. Um, I'm looking forward to the new job, Pictomancer. Um, like that. It, that's going to be fun, but both new jobs sound like fun to me. Um, let me double check what the names of the jobs were again. Uh, but yeah, both jobs sound like fun to me. Um, no, I've wrote in Dwarker. Dawn T- typing is hard, everyone. Um, yes, yeah, so Picked is the second job. Where's where, Viper? Viper, the dual wielding sword job. Um, so yeah, I, Viper and Picked are the two two new DPS jobs that are being added. 
And I'm happy that Kral is again a main character as well, main use as well for once. Because Kral has been in the game for a while now, but they've been kind of a side character, so it's nice to see them actually be um, get the spotlight for once. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Because she's a ador- Kral is adorable. Sorry for Fantasy 14 rambling. I I play the game a lot, and I'm excited. Hey, no need to apologize for anything, Ben. Nice. And also, I'm excited for Beastmaster. That'd be fun too. So. Classens four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was in Fantasy <coughs> Eleven as well. Yeah, when are they going to introduce the summoner class? I want to just summon shit. What do you mean? <laughs> when, when did were the, you mean in fourteen? Yeah, summoner's been a thing since launch. What? Yeah, fourteen has summoner. I, I can't summon Ifrit to fight for with me. Yeah, you can. What? Yeah. How do I not know this? Yeah, Fantasy fourteen has um, a summoner job. You have Ifrit, Garuda... Stupid Dragoon ruined everything. <laughs> Fantasy 14 Summoner, you have Ifrit, Garuda, and then you have uh, Carbuncle, um, and then you also have Bahama and Phoenix. And I think Alexander? It's been a while. Um, they also announced the collaboration with 16 as well? Uh, yep. Did they say what that's going to be? I don't think they've released a release date yet. No. Uh, it's called the Path to Infernal, um, and it's gonna have a load of stuff. Um, you, you fight Ifrit from sixteen, and yeah. Is it just a reskin of their Ifrit fight? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much a reskin of the Ifrit fight from fourteen. Okay. Uh, but you get the uh, you get Toggle from sixteen as as one of the rewards. Oh, they so. should just reskin all the fights. So. Especially Shiva, who has still the best song in that whole game. Yeah. <laughs> and Shiva's a lot of fun to fight in 14 as well. So. Oh, I know. That was a great fight. Yeah. Uh, like I said, with the best song. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Torgal Mount and some other stuff is confirmed for the 16 crossover. Oh, no. Yeah, a mount. Fantastic. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, poor doggy. Uh, Alrighty. Um, Metacritic? Ben? I forgot that was even a thing because I haven't even looked into it today. Because I'm not <laughs> been feeling well, remember? <laughs> well, I don't think there's any releases, but I know of one embargo that's going to be up this week, um, which is kind of a big deal if you want to do that one. Um, why, why does this look like nothing? Like what the what the hell is this? Mac twenty twenty. Where is my? Okay, where, where is my? Okay, this is weird. Um, okay, I'm trying to work out where everything is. This must be the document. Um, okay, so I've done two that we haven't actually done. Disney's Dreamlight Valley. When did I put these in? Disney's Dreamlight Valley and Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. Um, you put those in last year. Yeah, I did. Um, let's have a look at what's coming out. Cause Moria's I, already out. What's that? The Moria one is already out. Yeah, but we have, I, there's no scores written down, so no, we didn't vote for it, I guess. I must have written it down and we didn't do the episode. Oh. Um, so, come on. Uh, new, new PS5 games. Let's see what's coming out soon. Uh, that I think we'll actually have reviews. <laughs> um, I can tell you one game. It's not coming out this week, but its embargo is up this week. Okay. What is that? Uh, the Prince of Persia game. Oh, yeah. Uh What's this? Do we know what the second name of that is? 
Uh, it is called. Let me find it. The Last Crown. The, the Last Crown. Yeah. Okay. It's coming out on the 18th, but its embargo is the 11. That's fine. Okay, Gary. Oh, uh, you want me to go first? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with 80. Okay. Oh. Um, Alfonso. I'm gonna go with 82. I actually worried about this, so I'm actually gonna go with 70. I'm just gonna go with 70. Like, I, I, I'd be interested to see if it does well. It um, better do well for the sake of Sansa Tie remake. <laughs> Something tells me the success of this game it solely depends on if what the time actually does get a re- release or not. <laughs> okay, um, let's have a look. What what is coming out? Oh, um, okay. So we might as well wait because really, the only other game that I feel like is going to come out soon is The Last of Us Part Two. Um, yeah, which is but- what. The nineteenth, the nineteenth. So we'll wait until next yeah. week to do that. So we actually have something to do next week, and then we have tech. Oh, we have Tekken Eight, and then we have Like a Dragon, and then we have there's a lot of games coming out at the end of the year. I mean, the end of the month. Yeah. But yeah, and February is going to be kind of crazy too. Yeah, we got Suicide Squad, <laughs> Persona Three, Hell Divers Grand Blue Two. Fantasy. I mean, Grand Blue Fantasy is January. Well, it's releasing on February first. Depends on when the embargo is. No, the, or it, November first, or February first. If, if you pre-order it, it has three days early access. Yeah. So you know, I would count it as a January release because it comes out February first, okay. but then it's playable three days beforehand, which is January 29th. So, um, and Critic Review is only available until February first, supposedly from Metacritic. So, yeah. Um, oh, but nothing, nothing matters until March 22nd. Let's be honest here. <laughs> no, February 29th is important. Sure, sure. But is it as important as March 22nd? <laughs> um, why March 22nd? Um, I get to climb up a Cyclops and stab it in the eye. <laughs> oh, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but which February... unfortunately is the same day as Rise of the Ronin, which yeah. I'm also really looking forward to. <laughs> But February 29th is Fantasy 7 Part 2, so... I know. Um, I know. So many good games coming out all at once, pretty much. Gonna be a busy start of the year. First yeah. three months. Yeah. Um, then, uh, you know, then Fantasy 16 DLC not long after that in June. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So... Yeah. Already? Yeah, shout outs. Ben! Where uh, can people out. reach you? Uh, you can reach me, uh, MD uh, underscore Chili on Twitter. You can find me on Google Garden Radio on Twitch. Uh, thank you all for listening. Shout out to everyone. Um, thank you all for joining us today. Hey, uh, Alfonso. Shout out to you guys. Again, Happy New Year's to you, to you, Ben, to all the listeners. Uh, 2024, please be a little easier on the industry because last year, yes, we had some some pretty good highs but we also have some shitty lows and i don't want to repeat this year i, I know it's going to happen because that's how what's been happening lately but let's this make 2024 a lot better than last year you can follow me on twitter at alexan7 hey you can reach me on twitter at gugglehush that's g-a-g-l-a-u-s-h shout out to you guys thank you for joining me shout out to all the listeners thank you for listening and welcome to the new year where hopefully things will be better than last year.
But we always say that, and somehow they get worse. <laughs> we'll <sighs> find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. We'll definitely find out in November. At least for us here in America. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for joining us. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.